Sugar Queenie. Um, tonight, I want you to take a listen to a wonderful interview between myself and Joseph Moten and Ted Robinson of Playpen Vodka out of the west side of Chicago. These are two amazing men of color talking about their journey into the vodka industry, um, making spirits work for them. <laughs> And uh, it was such a great conversation. So, yeah, join in. Um, it's already in progress. And, and, and let us know what you think. And, and share. Share the information. You know, introduce Playpen Vodka to people um, all around the, uh, the world if you're listening to this. No matter where you're listening to that. Yeah, share the story of uh, the journey to becoming uh, men of color in the vodka industry. Uh, Playpen Vodka. Um, enjoy the show. Everybody out there tuning in tonight. What's up? It's your girl, Queenie. I am here for a Friday night happy hour. It has been a long, crazy week. But as I promised you, I was bringing two amazing brothers to the podcast to talk about this yummy, 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 delicious liquor called Playpen Vodka. And I have Ted here. He's already joining us for the happy hour. Hi, Ted. Hi, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you doing tonight? I am doing fantastic. Um, um, ending ending the week on a high note, so I'm looking forward to this happy hour. Uh, I've been I've been kind of um holding off until this until then to uh have a have a drink with you guys. So I'm <laughs> super excited. Me too. I'm so excited. I also want to welcome my guest. I have my homegirl, B, who is in the house. And I have my co-host, Mr. Brian, who is in the house. Welcome, guys. All right. So listen, for those of you that's watching, go ahead, share it out. We're going to be talking about this brand. We're going to be talking about the journey to creating this, this brand. Um, I met these or met these wonderful men um, by way of someone else connecting me. I chatted with Ted and I was enthralled with his story. And here we are. So grab your glass. I know you can't get the playpen vodka, but I have some right here. <laughs> and while we wait for your brother, Joseph, to come in, um, we're going to go ahead and have some, some drinks. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so listen, so I want to know, I, I, there's a few things I want to know. Now I saw your, um, I saw your glass, right. And you got something nice and blue over there. What is that? Yeah. So this is the, with, with, with a little mixture of the blue carousel and the lemon juice. So this is a uh, uh, lemon juice. So this is the play plan blue lemonade. Now here's the thing is that um, as we were kind of looking for things that we could possibly create, we uh, we saw the blue lemonade and adapted it with the playpen vodka. It's just a perfect rep representation of kind of like what our brand is. It's clear and it's blue, um, it's fresh, and you know um, it, it it was it's it kind of gives you a, a feeling of. Um, I, you know, kind of like tropical weather, like okay. uh, um, it, it gives you that summertime vibe. So I'm um, that that's kind of where that that's coming from. 
All right, so I'm loving that. But listen, now I have now I have some lemon. Why y'all didn't tell me to get some lemon put in here? <laughs> I got some lemon. I got some lime. Now, right now, I have nothing in here. Uh, let's see. Hold on. We already got a comment. Let me see what we have. Oh, hello. Um, hi, Kelly. So I have just the playpen vodka in here. Now, I will be honest with you, Ted. I am I, I'm not a connoisseur. I have no idea what it's supposed to taste like. But I will say this, and and you can you can help me with this. So I tasted it already, and it has, to me, I described it as somewhat of a um, sweet, sweeter aftertaste. But maybe, but then my other um, friend, she said that it has like a minty kind of taste. So explain that to us before we get into the actual journey of this whole vodka situation. Sure. So it's. because we're from Chicago, it, it really made sense for us as we were looking to cultivate uh, the, the, the flavor notes around this. We use corn. So it's Midwest corn that we use that gives you that sweet finish there. And so with a mixture of vanilla and cloves um, and, and, and a little bit of a hit of the anise flavor, that's where you kind of get that uh, you get that outcome and you get that kind of um aftertaste the objective for us was to really work to create something that you know was not what they consider offense many times you don't you really can't drink a lot of people don't really drink vodka straight and this is one of the first one i mean this one i feel i'm proud to say that we create that we have one that you could just you can drink it straight mm-hmm. on rocks uh with no chaser of course, if you have one, that makes it even better. But uh, that's kind of the thought process around how the, the the flavor profiles came together. So to create a very clean, uh, a very clean taste, and I think that we were successful in doing that. Oh, I see my brothers on now. So hi, Joseph. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, how's it going, guys? Wonderful. How are you doing tonight? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging oh, in there. So good. Ha- you guys. Happy Friday, and welcome to the relationship zone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Ted was just explaining to me because I'm I'm not a huge connoisseur of liquors. Well, I okay. just drink whatever is wet, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Whatever's available. <laughs> but, but so I decided to pour. My girlfriend, she can drink her glass, you know, um naked, right? So she yeah, poured okay. me some and I decided to taste it. And so I'm like, okay, this is what I taste. So Ted was explaining um, what I'm tasting because I can actually taste a little bit of a sweetness and there seems uh-huh. to be like a, a kind of a, I don't know, like a minty something going on. Um, uh-huh. And then I don't know, Brian, what did you taste? Yeah, it was like a yeah. So we were all kind of agreeing on the same. So Ted was explaining to us how this came to be. Um, okay. And I'm enjoying it. Are you so, drinking okay. tonight, Joseph, also? I'm sorry. Are you drinking as well? Where's your sip at? No, I'm not drinking actually. I'm um I've got um I've got something tonight to go to. Okay. So I try not to go already intoxicated. So um, cuz that's always a bad thing, you know. If you if you pregame, I'm at an age where I've learned like if you pregame before you go out, it's going to be a tough night. So I try not to drink until I get out. You know, so smart. Well, yeah. it, took, it, it, it took me a long time. To know, <laughs> it took me a long time to learn that, probably with it. And it doesn't it doesn't help 
um, owning my own liquor company now that <laughs> it makes it a little tougher to go to not pregame. But I have exercised a lot of discipline these days yeah. because it's it, because I'm, I, you know I always have it available. So, um, but it's uh, but uh, you know I, I, like Joseph said that you know kind of just. Um, Kind of just um, measure it to ensure that you you are overindulgent. So right, yeah. and, and you're in Chicago, so it's a little earlier there than it is here. For yeah. Us, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But in Chicago, it's gold time. It's six twelve, so you know <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's after, it's after work hours. So you know, yeah. uh, we we Chicagoans don't uh we take advantage of all of our off hours. So uh, <laughs> there's people in the bar already. They've been there since three or four o'clock. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well so. to, to be very honest, um, I think I was at the bar a little earlier today as well. Now, now I am not intoxicated. No, I, was no, there, no. I was there supporting friends. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I knew I had to get back here for this. So I, I decided I would save space for this right here. So, awesome. yeah. So let's move on. Like, let's just get right into it. Okay. Um, uh-huh. So, Joseph. We have our tasters here. We have Brian and we have my girlfriend, B. They're here uh-huh. tasting this fine liquor. Um, but we have so many questions for you, for both of you. You just want to know the journey. I talked with Ted before. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to share with those that are watching and those that will be watching this later um, a little bit about this journey, how this all came to be, and the dream to entrepreneurship for you. Okay. Um, I guess I can go. Um, so I want to say maybe like two years ago, like, um, let's say maybe, yeah, two years ago, 2019 summertime, uh, Chicago, we, uh, we have this area called playpen in Chicago, which is where boats we go for Friday or Saturday. You just park right by the shore and you drink and you party and that's about it. Um, so that summer, I was on a friend's boat, and I was just like, man, this is such a good, you know, it's a good time. Why have nobody made a, a liquor or a brand called Playpen? And that was the summer of, of that that summer. Later on that December, I thought about it. I wrote it down. Uh, then COVID hit, you know, like in March. And so I worked in the hospitality, restaurant, uh, bar industry. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, in March in Chicago, everything kind of closed down around March 14th, March 15th. And so for me, I was like, hey, I still have this idea about this this vodka company I want to do. I had started doing some research on it like in March, more in March and uh, April. Uh, and then the 4th of July of 2020, uh, my brother Ted and I was at my mom's house for um, a socially distanced 4th of July. And um, yeah, Ted and I was just talking business and ideas and concepts. And I was just it's like, hey, I want to do my own vodka. And Teddy was like, oh, man. Uh, and so that next day, we started calling distilleries. Uh, we started calling anybody in the business that we can talk to, uh, that we can learn some from, and also see how we can come up and create this. And so that was probably like July 5th, we started making phone calls. And then I want to say around the first week of October um, is when we had a finished product. Um, and with that, we just knew we wanted we wanted something with corn that was local to the Midwest, uh, and we knew we wanted to kind of distill it in a different way. So uh, that's how the whole process came along. Wow, I love it. Yeah. Do you and have anything yeah. to add? Yeah, yeah, I, I think that um, so the whole concept of entrepreneurship had been obviously intriguing for, to me for years. 
I think that there was, um, you kind of get in your lane where you exist. So I've been mm-hmm. in various uh, leadership capacities in, co- over, in corporate America for the last 20 plus years. And I found myself um, at a career transition. Um, like many, like um, 30 million Americans, I was affected mm-hmm. by the COVID, uh, the COVID crisis, if you will. So I found myself during the time, Joseph and I had that conversation, um, transitioning out of the, the role, the position mm-hmm. that I was in. And so that being said, is that as I was looking for, looking to see, okay, so how do I, um, what do I do? What's my next move? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph started talking to me about this whole idea about uh, the vodka, a vodka brand. Now, probably more so than Joseph, vodka is my, my go-to drink. It is probably, and the reason I really enjoy vodka, because for me, it's not too harsh and it's exceptionally versatile. It's probably one of the few drinks that you could literally mix anything and get something that you enjoy. And so it's been it's been kind of like my my go to drink for years. So when he talked to me about it, um, as I'm trying to uh, figure out what my next move was going to be, I said, hey, well, let's do it. And so Joseph knows that I'm like a dog with a bone is that if you if I if I get on board with an idea, we're going to find we're going to make we're, we're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, it came from a place where is that this. Um, the idea about entrepreneurship. Um, so, you know, kind of steering our own boat um, and also going into a space where I really connected with, you know, uh, we, you know, often we have um, we have our favorite drinks at our favorite family gatherings when we're hanging out around friends, when we go out. And so it was one of those things I felt like, wow, it'd be, it'd be kind of great if we did our own thing for when we have these gatherings, when we have these events. And um, that's kind of how I kind of rolled into it and then just went, uh, went 150% and try, you know, and creating, uh, creating, uh, 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 breaking down some of the, the barriers for us to get into this space. Because, you know, the reality of it is, is that the spirits industry is challenging. And um, it's not easy to get into based upon, you know, what I consider the gatekeepers involved. Um, And just from a cost perspective, you know, I had to really analyze how we can Mm -hmm. do that. And, you know, again, I come from from a very, very, from a corporate lens. I've been a a leader in corporate for many years at this point. So obviously I'm thinking about, you know, you know, the financial pieces, the return on investment. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we build, how do we get a a, a infrastructure and supply chain in place? So that's kind of where I was with it. And um, we kind of just went for it, you know, and Mm -hmm. coming from, coming from where we came from, it's kind of been a huge deal. So I didn't realize mm-hmm. it at first. It was like, this is something for me to do with my brother. And then it just became, it evolved into more and more as we start, you know, yeah. started down this journey. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I got involved. And then as the journey moved on, I think we, we kind of found out that we're the only 100% African-American owned spirit brand in Illinois. Um, yeah. And when you think of Chicago and, you know, what is it like, um, it's like 13, 14 million people in yeah. Illinois. You know, yeah. we're the only two brothers, uh, brothers literally in, you know, right. that actually we're, have a spirit company. So right. we're, we're, that was we're exciting. Yeah. Yeah. You're, so. the, you're the only two brothers, brothers. <laughs> brothers yeah. Brothers. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yeah but so. yeah, so that was um, that was eye opening. It was, it was I, I think that for Teddy and I when we found that out, it was a sense of accomplishment, but also a sense of we got to do more. We can do more. And, you know, as a people, we, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. it was it was a sense of accomplishment, but it was also a sense of like, damn, we did that. So, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. And yeah, I, and no, I, I, I'm so, And I, I'm sorry, Joseph, I just want to add this is that what we were, what we were insisting on doing was not dr- just creating a brand or a product to get to market, but a quality mm-hmm. of brand, an exceptional yeah. brand to say that, hey, uh, we're, we're an exceptional brand, brand that happens to be black owned. You know, we want people to support us because not just because we're black owned, of course, that's a part of it. But because my opinion, we have one of the best products that's on market today Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. stands and it stands against a lot of these premium vodkas Mm -hmm. um, that are that that exist today. And that's not just us saying it. It is that we've done the research. We've um, and you know, I've been a drinker for a while. You know, I mean, not <laughs> not ex- not excessively, but um, I've enjoyed plenty of cocktails over the years, and I feel like you know, and, and it's my opinion that we've created something exceptional here. That is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you know, re- really, I, I mean, I I just commend you guys that you know just the entrepreneurship side of it alone, right? Then you add in the fact that you are the only two brothers, brothers um, mm-hmm. in the area, and then you're of a very small percentage of African American owned liquors as a whole, right? So. Right. That is something to be extremely proud of because I do understand, I hear this, that many markets are very difficult to get in. Oh, yeah. but you guys not only got into the market, but you got into the market in a very short period of time. So let's talk about yeah. that. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the other part because some of us sit on our dreams of becoming entrepreneurs, um, mm-hmm. starting a thing, um, going after that, that we talk about, that we think about in years past. But here you two, you're brainstorming. We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're all under a lot of pressure and stress. And while others are depressed and dealing with life as it was coming, and I know you guys were as well, but then you decide to create something as beautiful as this. And here it is sitting in my um, kitchen in Northern Virginia. So, nice. <laughs> so nice. tell us about like what that really means. Like when, when, you, when you really sit back and really look at it and someone like myself and others, really just call it out like, do you realize how big of a deal this is? Like, how does that really make you feel? I still don't think we've realized it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think, I, I mean, Joseph, would you, I think he and I go back and forth with this because um, it's, we, we're, we're just kind of, we're just, we just feel like we're, we're just doing what we're supposed to do. You know, um, the yeah. steps that are involved in that. And I don't think that we've taken a step back to say that, we we've done something big, especially in what's considered record breaking time. I think that we're we're for us to have come up with it for this concept and this discussion to happen July fourth, and for us to be talking about it and us to pr- be producing our first our first palette um, of the of the finished product. Mm-hmm. Um, it's astounding. But I think that we're at the same time. I think that we do have high expectations of ourselves. Yeah. I mean, Justin, would you, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, um, 
because like I searched, well, as we were as we were doing it, you know, Ted was like, "We got to get it done. We got to get it done." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Ted, this is still early, you know." And then finally, when we got it done, uh, Ted is like, "We got it done. We got it done." And I was kind of like, more of a, "We got a lot more to do." So you know, it's a good older brother, younger brother. You know, we go back and forth and talk and debate, but we help and uh, give each other ideas. And for like any entrepreneur listening, I would just say like. You know, whatever your dream is, you know, don't let it die on the couch. And there's going to be some times you strike out, you know. And I always say this, too, with, like, baseball. It's like, you know, a good hitter in baseball hits the ball 30, 32% of the time. Mm-hmm. And and just like in business, you're going to fail a lot, but you got to try, you know. Yeah. And once you try and you find something that you're good at, you know, you just got to keep going with it. So yeah. I think what this is, before we had this brand, I've tried – businesses that didn't work or I've tried ideas that I didn't I didn't see come out but that's not something to be discouraged about you know and that was something I just keep trying and this time I got my brother involved and yeah it, it works so yeah and we hit it out the park so my idea is kind of like we got a lot to do we still have a lot to do and we won't rest until we can see this everywhere um not just in North America uh but everywhere so that's kind of that's kind of our attitude and hunger for it. So yeah. we're excited about that first step, but we're, we got to get to this 10th floor, the 12th floor, the 13th yeah. floor. Uh, so that's yeah. kind of how we see it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. Let me quickly ask is, are there any questions in the room or any questions out there on YouTube or I get, we tried an extreme to IG. I hope it made it. If not, it, I'll post it. <laughs> I don't worry about it. So sometimes we just we just never know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Technology. Yeah. It'll be on Facebook later, y'all. So for those yeah. watching live on YouTube, yeah. don't worry, yeah. we're going to be at Facebook as well. Um, question: <laughs> What's it stored in? What is it stored in? Meaning the okay. So we have a question asking: What is the actual liquor stored in? Are we talking about like the wine? How the wine is so, okay. Yeah. okay? Okay, so, so maybe process. Okay, so with with uh, vodka, vodka is not something. Uh, I mean, it's something you could make in a day or two. Um, once you run it through the carbon, we run ours through a carbon filter, uh, and we vacuum distill it at like room temperature or so. Uh, but once it goes through that process, it's just getting straight to the bottle and cork. Yeah. What made you use? I'm sorry. What made you use a cork? Um, because a boat. You know, if you look at like so the boat that's on the the boat that's on the bottle is actually uh, one of my friends. That's his actually sea ray, and so the boat has wood on it. Uh, you know, you get like the brown mats. You also have the wood. So we thought that the cork, well, having a, a wooden cork, give it a little more class to it, and it also represents the whole boat idea of you know of of what we were trying to create. And that's another reason our slogan is uh, on the back is you're gonna see poured in play. Because um, that's kind of what it's all about. It's about opening that bottle, then you know, pouring it in, playing. So yeah, that's kind of <laughs> why we have that there. Yeah, it kind of goes. It kind of goes with that whole nautical theme. Oh. Um, and you know, when you think about, <clears throat> so every time, every time I look at the bottle, like to be, this is corny. Every time I think of look at the bottle, I think about that Aaliyah song, "Rock the Boat," right? Because. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> because <laughs> That's going to be, at some point, we'll probably, we may have that in some background commercial music. Right. That's that's the goal at some point. Yeah. However, uh, it's that whole, it's that whole kind of nautical theme that kind of like ties in, ties in together 
with this version of it. I think that um, where we'll get to is that we, we you know, I, initially when we talked about this, it was all about, you know, our Chicago pride, um, the, 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 the space and the images that we connect with. But when mm-hmm. you think about the whole concept of playpen in a broader sense, your playpen can literally be anywhere. Yo, what's your favorite place in D.C.? What's your favorite place in Virginia? You know, what's your favorite place in? And so this is why we use the concept of using what we call the playpen portrait. We're not Mm going to say we're not saying it's the logo, but we're going to say that it's the portrait. And so what we're looking at is that there's opportunities that, you know, as we, you know, hopefully as we expand to other spaces, you know, how do we adapt that branding for those locations? You know, and it, it provides unlimited opportunities there. So, and again, it's about creating a space that you creating a space where you have a good time with friends, families, loved ones, and just make, and that, that is your playpen can be your living. It's the place that you enjoy. So just, just thinking about the concept more broadly, even than what we've packaged it at um, today. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love it. So Ted and Joseph, I think my friends are over here trying to get me intoxicated. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Wrong with that. You I see the pattern, right? Down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So, so here's the deal. Um, Friday night. My girlfriend, she said, is very smooth and it does not require a chaser. That is trouble for me because I'm just sipping mm-hmm. away. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So we have to get through this interview. I'll tell y'all tomorrow <laughs> how good this book is. Well, I should, I, should t- I should tell you, there are yes. very specific processing. There's a very specific process when we're talking about the carbon filter that removes a lot of the all taste, the off taste, the off taste mm-hmm. of it. And it also removes some of the things that uh, that causes hangovers. Yeah. So I should say this is that, you know, we provide full disclosure is that I drank it several times. I've not woken up with a hangover one time. Okay. And so, and but that's, that's deliberately incorporated in the process. Yeah. I will tell you tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. I'm in for the night, so I'm good, but I'll okay, tell well, you. You're good. You're good. Um, okay. Okay. So there's another question. Um, what was your choice of vodka before you actually created your own brand? <laughs> I was was before? Um, I used, said he was just a vodka drinker. Just yeah, it was wet I, and clear. I, I, I drank what was available. I drank what was available. You know, okay. uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that the thing that I probably like most is um, until until I drank mine, I probably like Tito the most, you know. Okay. Yeah. Actually, so yeah, so we, they, they had a bet on what you were going to say. Did they? They're taking shots depending on what yeah. you said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I said Grey Goose. Grey Goose. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we, we did. Said, uh, we said Tito's. No, yeah. for him. I said Grey Goose. Oh, that's all I was saying. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so let's go to the um, comments from YouTube. Um, Dora Gardner. Hi, Dora. She said, describe what makes your vodka a quality vodka in comparison to others. Um, I just think what, uh, how Ted just talked about the just, uh, how we distill it and how it's cold vacuum distilled. I mean, there's just a difference. Everybody usually 
when you're distilling liquor, you're looking at like 212 degrees. Uh, because we vacuum seal ours and we it allows us to cook it at a lower temperature, we're doing it at like 70 to 50 degrees, which is what Ted just said. And once again, it kicks out the hangover effect. Uh, it kicks out all the bad flavors that hangs out in there. And so it just gives you a clean, smooth taste to it. Um, also, we're using local Midwest corn. Um, so we're just kind of using what's local to us and good to us in the Midwest. And we're using it as fresh as we can. And that's kind of what makes it a quality product. And then, I mean, even with the bottle itself, I think the cap for the vodka shows us, you know, we, we're about quality. Uh, yeah. A lot of vodkas, you just got like the little spin top, you know? So, yeah. I mean, even that shows how much detail we are about our quality. So, yeah, I think that's the piggyback off what Ted said. I think that's probably an appropriate answer. Yeah. All right, perfect. Thank you, Dora, for your question. Hi, Angela. And Dora also adds, please tell everyone how we can connect with Playpen Vodka. We haven't gotten there, but might as well. <laughs> you can say it twice. It's fine. You can you can say it to us twice. Go ahead. Tell that's us. gonna be the most that's gonna be the most critical question. And so we'll make sure that we talk about it now and we'll talk about it later, <laughs> yes, right? Please, yes. Yeah, so right now that obviously so Playpen is um from a we've we've i'll say this step so right now we are obviously have a website we're on social media with uh youtube instagram uh, twitter um we also and right now we are in the very early stages of deployment so what it, you know what i mean by that is that we're in we're actively engaging local retailers, rest bars and restaurants. We've actually, we've been successful in getting in a few at this point. This is the part where it's super important for listeners and, and people that are interested in the brand to understand the power that they have. Um, we have to ask for it. If you have a local store, a, a local retailer that doesn't carry it, you have to ask them for it. A lot of times that's how you get these brands in, 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 in these places, and specifically in our our kind of, in our areas. Um, there hasn't been a whole bunch of options, but now that we do have options, especially you know here in Chicago, and, and, and we're not limited to Chicago, but if there's play if people want to see us, they've got to ask for us. But right now, um, the way that you get us is that we're in select stores in Chicago select bars and restaurants, and we're actively working to try to expand that to get it citywide in a relatively short time. Right. And obviously to get it beyond just the borders of the Chicagoland area, the, well, Illinois, if it is, mm -hmm. if you are. Got to get you into some of the military bases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be You need amazing. to be in class six. That would be amazing. Class six is what you yeah. said? Yeah, class six. Down. Got to be in class six. That's all the military bases. So, yeah. yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That would be wonderful. They allow that on the military bases? Uh, there's, the class six is the package store. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. When you walk in, it's, it's, yeah, liquor for days. So, why not yours? Walk out. There. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, hi, Angela. Angela asks, are there flavors of, of playpen? Oh, I guess vodka do come in different flavors. Yeah, no, we're not. Uh, we're not. We don't have flavors um, in the future. I don't think that that's kind of not on our timetable as of yet. Um, I think our next step will be like the liquor you're drinking right now. It's going to be six time carbon filtered. On our next um, 
you know, extension that we do, we're going to do a vodka that's 10 times carbon filtered. Uh, so just like a cleaner, crisp taste. But as of yet, we're not really looking to do um, flavors at the moment. Okay, so for those of us that do not understand carbon filter or not, um, when you say six times versus 10, can you tell me what that actually is? Is that a cleansing? Is that a purification? Yeah, like, is it, what is it? Yeah, it's it's kind of like to, to purify it. You know, like, um, I guess if you look at like the Brita commercials, I guess an easy example, mm-hmm. uh, Brita commercials that say, you know, when you pour the water through, how it goes through all these filtrations before it gets to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so most, most, when it comes to vodka, most vodka brands are probably like two to four times, um, filtered. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them don't use carbon. A lot of them use, um, you know, you use different, uh, things to filter it. Uh, but with ours, we do six times. So we kind of just run it through two more times, just kind of make sure you, you left with a clean, refreshing and crisp taste to it. Yeah. And I, and to, and just to add to that, so we bait and so essentially we use, um, we use what we call an ultra poor, mm-hmm. kind of like an ultra poor uh, proprietary blend that really helps elevate the uh, filtering process. So a bunch of them can say they're filtered. So we're so so in most of the selling points with a lot of them they're distilled, but mm-hmm. we distill it and then we carbon filter it. And again, that filtering process really eliminates all of those additional impurities to give you a cleaner taste, which is why people, which is why you can drink it straight because we, there's a, there, the process removes a lot of those off taste impurities that really makes, creates a smoother finish there. Yeah. Okay. So this brings me to my next question. Mm-hmm. Now you two sound so well versed in <laughs> Liquor. (laughs) (laughs) It's new. And the process of creating liquor. Mm -hmm. And now that's actually my question, Ted. Like you're you're talking as if you've been in it for a while. I mean, from processes to how it's made and this. So how did you guys get to this point in such a short time? I mean, I'm in awe over the fact that (laughs) it hasn't even been a year yeah. And you're talking like you've been in the industry for quite some time. So did you did you guys just stop life when 2020 kicked in and you decide you're going to do this and just pour all of yourself and your energy into learning about this industry and the process of creating your own brand? Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, I would say we stopped, you know, I mean, COVID stopped us. I wouldn't just say we stopped, but COVID stopped a lot. And so as we both were just looking for business opportunities, we noticed that everyone was still drinking. So it made sense to to do a product that could be COVID, you know, uh, COVID free, because uh, everybody's going to still drink, you know. So, but with that being said, yeah, the moment we had to put money in is the moment you you got to know what you're doing. You know, I couldn't like go to my brother and say, "Hey, I need thirty thousand for vodka." And I don't know what I'm talking about, you know, because I don't want to lose his money and he wouldn't want to lose his own money either. And I don't want to lose my money. So, yeah, I I think it's one of those when you put your money up. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing if you want to make it, you know, Uh, if you don't want to make it. Yeah, you can half ass it and go. But, yeah, if you want to make it, you got to actually you got to buy books, read articles, talk to distillers, talk to people on the ground. You know, we one time, one of our first meetings about the vodka, Ted came over to my house 
and I had maybe like 10 different vodkas um, and shot cups without names, you know? And so we tried all 10 to figure out which one we liked, blind tasted, you know? And so it was stuff like that that let us know, oh, we like corn or we like it to be this time distilled or we like this particular, you know, and we did a blind test. So we kind of get an idea of what it is that we're doing. But yeah, I just think that once we decided to put money up, that was go time, not in a sense of starting a company, but that's go time and learning how to start the company and then learning how to, you know, make it once we start it. So, yeah. Yeah, I I I 100% agree with Joseph. Um and I think did I let me make sure I remember the question. The question <laughs> <laughs> You had you had that blue stuff. That blue stuff got you. It sneaks up on you like seriously, like yeah. it, it really does. <laughs> So we sit we sit here and think the blue stuff is harmless and it kind of gets you, right? It gets you, yeah. Yeah. Um so but I um I you know kind of you know in, in terms of how we got here and you know the, the why that we're in it, it's it's all of the things that Joseph said. And um a lot of it is just passion. Um Joseph has worked in a a little more, a little bit about me is that, you know, when I first started um, many years ago, one of my first jobs um, after high school and all that stuff is that I worked in a hotel and I worked in a hotel. I worked for different bars and things like that. This is many years ago, but I love the energy. I love what it represented. And for me, this space is entirely a passion project, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love what comes with it. Um, I love the fact that you know our families often, you know, our, our, you know, big family gatherings. People have they have liquors. It was just a way that we could bring build all those things that we really like to do, and just have it, you know, and and, and say that and create our own space of that create our own product. And for me, it was, it was all, it's, it's, it's a hundred percent about passion. Um, again, like, like I said earlier is that I've been navigating through corporate. I'm still doing that today. You know, even, even with my transition, I'm still doing that today. And, um, but this was something that I could put my heart behind. And I, I mm-hmm. this, this is why I was like, let's, it's like Joseph, er, Joseph referenced earlier about, you know, me being kind of aggressive with being like, we got to get to the next point. We got to get to the next point. Part of that is just me, right? But mm-hmm. another part is that I knew that we were on to something great and I want to be able to share it with everybody else. So, yeah. so that's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love it. Let's see if we have um, another question. Sure. We have an in-house question. Go ahead. When did they know they had the two thumbs up? All right. So the question here is, when did you know that you had a two thumbs up product? Um, I would probably say, yeah, I don't know. I think it was, I mean, because everybody, you know, it's like if you have a child, you know, you're going to think your child's the best child there is at the school. That works. And so, and so with the vodka, you know, we thought we had a great product, but it wasn't, it was also when people who didn't know us or people who weren't that close to us told us it was a great product, you know? And it's, it's like, yeah, you can, everybody's going to think that their stuff is the best stuff. So yeah. So we knew we had some good stuff, uh, but the realization of how good it was, 
uh, was just everybody gave us great feedback. Um, like I'm talking like a lot of good feedback. Yeah. Uh, and so that kind of put us on to like, yeah, this, it's great. It's good, you know. And the people who were giving us feedback, a lot of those people were like whiskey drinkers, you know. Uh, and so, yeah, no, I, I think that's when we knew not only we have a product, but that we 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 can have a successful product uh, and also a good product. Right. OK. All right. So, hey, if you are watching tonight, please go out and share this um, this live tonight while we're wrapping up with them. We have probably about another 20 minutes, but I want you to make sure you share it. Um, some folks were looking for me over on Facebook because typically I am on Facebook, but okay. tonight I'm not. So please share this link, play, um, share it from YouTube, um, share it you know, with your friends, just so people can see this and understand these gentlemen's story, learn about Playpen Vodka, and of course support these two brothers out of the west side of Chicago. All right, so let's jump back in this really, really quick, Joseph. <clears throat> the question is, can Playpen be shipped? Yeah, it's it depends on like, um, so we have a site called a reserve bar, Ted, uh, yep. which we're doing. And then also it looks like there's a big uh, liquor store in Illinois uh, called Benny's. Uh, Benny's will be carrying us, you know, and all like they have, I think, 42 stores in the state. Uh, but Benny's will be carrying us, so we can't like ship it to you. Uh, that's illegal, but you can always order like through uh, like a Benny's or from Reserve Bar, and they can ship it to you. And and, and so right. I'm sorry, and, and I just want to add to that. This goes back to what I talked about in terms of the power of the power of the consumers. Mm -hmm. We have to go to places and say, hey, I need you guys to carry this brand. Okay. Um, when you're able to do that, you don't have to worry about us shipping it because we can have it locally for you. Right. Mm -hmm. yes. um, I think that, you know, our objective is to get as in many markets as possible to remove that barrier of having it having to ship it. So my, you know, we generally the way and because liquor laws are so restrictive, yeah. um, you have to have local distribution to get it out there to you mm -hmm. so my, my my point again is that is that if there's if it's something that you want if you want especially outside the chicago area you gotta just tell somebody hey you, you guys need to check these guys out and all it requires for them to do is go to the website go to our go to our facebook page and say hey how can we carry it down there and then we can find a way to make it happen all right so y'all heard that so listen my dc crew dc area you know how powerful we are here. So yeah. please, I Absolutely. want you to share this. I want you to go to your local store. I want you to start talking about Playpen Vodka. I was gifted this wonderful vodka, so I know how great it is. Listen, I want you guys to go out there, share it, talk about it, get it into our local stores, get the distributors saying, hey, yeah, we'll we'll take it. We want to get some mm -hmm. over here. Um, mm -hmm. let's, let's DC, we are powerful. Come on, DMV, y'all can do this. Playpen Vodka, two brothers out of West Side of Chicago, a beautiful story. Let's get it here. All right. Absolutely. All right, so Absolutely. let let me let's go to the next. What is Playpen's goal for the next five to ten years? That was actually one of my questions. Thank you, Angela, for asking it early. So hey, let's talk about that. Um, next five years is to be in all fifty states. And also to have our like ultra premium bottle called Playpen Black. Uh, that's oh. like the 10 time to steal uh, bottle. But I think our biggest, biggest goal is to get distribution in all 50 states. 
Yeah. Loving it. Okay. All right. So let me go back to my, look. Let me go back to my other little question. I think I had another one. Well, they've pretty much asked my questions. But <laughs> okay. I just want to go back just a little bit though, because I've heard and I know when I talked to you, Ted, you you mentioned this, and and now we have Joseph here, and um, and Joseph is probably the only one in the room that's totally sober. So <laughs> I think I'm gonna go get some wine. You're gonna go get yeah, wine. There you go. I'm gonna hear you, but I'm gonna get okay, wine. Okay. Wine go ahead. Wine, okay? okay, perfect. Get you some wine. That's right. Come on. You know, I, I hate to you know be a bad influence, but <laughs> Hold on. Oh, that's dope. Okay, ask him that. Okay, all right. So I have one question here that is that you can answer anytime. Which um, someone asked, do you think you would ever consider creating a wine? Um, since you mentioned wine, but but what I want, and you can answer that. But um, you know, here it is: two brothers out of the west side of Chicago. I've never met anyone out of the west side of Chicago. Well, I, I met a female. I'm working with a female on Clubhouse now that's from the west side of Chicago. Oh, okay. And I did no. plug you guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. I did plug you guys. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> she is, um, she writes uh, plays, stage plays. And we were, we were in a meeting about two nights ago and I mentioned your vodka. I told her where she can find it. She's from the west side of Chicago. I told her all about you. So she did say she was going to look you up. Okay. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm just curious. Um, when you were young and growing up, like, did you ever one imagine seeing anyone that looked like you doing something like this? And um, did you have a mentor uh, growing up that um, encouraged you to get into any type of entrepreneurship? Yeah, so I'll I'll jump in. So I know okay. Joseph, you have a different experience, but I'll jump in with that. So let's. I mean, I'm the older brother, so my experience is a little bit different than Joseph's, right? You know, um. So it was entrepreneurship was something that it was it was desired, but you didn't see a path forward. You necessarily know what's going to happen, especially because where we grew up, there was it didn't exist. You know. Um, there was no one that looked like us that was creating opportunities or starting businesses. Uh, so it was a very tough place, you know? Um, I think a lot of what we have is what was instilled from us, from, you know, our mom and us just genuinely deciding that we wanted something more in life, right? And that's how we got here. Uh, that's how we, that you know that was those were kind of the building blocks. It's the building blocks for how I was able to move into corporate when there was nothing for me to measure it against. You know, it was it was that you know it was kind of like I looked at examples outside of what was around me and said, "Hey, I want to do this. I want to do this," and um, that's kind of how that worked out um, for Joseph and I. I think that you know we. We maybe we talked about it some some time ago, but I don't know if it came together until a lot recent, a lot recently, mm -hmm. um, to say, hey, we we should just do this. You know, yeah. um, I think that part of me was comfortable in my space, and you know, in having you know these these opportunities in corporate, and I just I was just kind of good there, right? Yeah. And so, what happened is that I got laid off. Um, in July, and I said that, you know, I need to figure it out beyond just getting the next job. How do we, how do I create 
an opportunity, and then more importantly, how I create a legacy for the, 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 the children that I have behind me. And that's how I got really immersed in this whole process. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to know, you know, like the the vision, like, you know, just growing up where you grew up, um, seeing life through the lens that you saw it through. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how did, did you ever see yourself? Did you ever even see the possibility oh. of being able to do this? You no. know, no. Yeah. And for and for my experience, um, so from yeah, I was I would say from my experience, my um I guess my point was uh when I was sixteen years old, my um my dad died of cancer. Uh, and so at that point I was, you know, as a kid, I was hurt, I was broken. Um, I got a mentor at like 17 or 18. Um, and they, you know, as a, as a church pastor. Um, and so they kind of helped pay for me to go to college. Um, and so, but I would go back and I was going to a church of like um, 4,000, 4 to 5,000 people. And so, you know, I, I would go back and forth from school to church and preach. Uh, and at the time, I was going to school to be a preacher. Uh, so I graduate with a with a with a BA in theology um, and and um, theology and religion, and then I went on for a master's degree in religion as well in seminary. And um, it was like my second year. I was just like, this isn't what I want to do. But I was around like you know these big pastors who are making a lot of money. Um, but they were doing entrepreneur things on the side, you know? And so for me being at that church with that mentor, while I thought I wanted to be a preacher and all that kind of good stuff, I, I was blessed to see the entrepreneurial side of how to get, how to do business deals or how to get things done. And they, they were making a, a lot of money and successful at that. And so at that point I was just like, okay, well, I want to be wealthy, but I don't want to like use, I don't want to take money from somebody at church. I need to figure out what the hell I want to do. So at that point, I kind of left church, start, went to downtown Chicago, uh, worked in restaurants, bartending and stuff like that. And so from that moment on, I just never wanted a, a corporate job because I know you could make so much money if you can figure out some way to create a business and work for yourself. Um, so that was kind of my uh, perspective, I guess, you know, yeah. so I was a one-time minister. Now I sell vodka. And <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I'm that sober. And like, I used to preach in front of like, yeah, like two or 3,000 people. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't a small thing. Yeah, that's and true. So, yeah. And so when I did decide like, hey, this isn't for me, you know, I was kind of like, you know, I was away for like, I don't know, that took a while because it was like, you know, you, you, yeah, I don't know. It just took a while, but I just knew I wanted to make money. I didn't want to make money at the church because I didn't, I didn't want to do that. That wasn't, that's some people think that's not my thing. I just kind of wanted to figure out a way I can make a, a living for myself and my family and party and drink and not be accountable to anybody but the people in my household and and still be successful, you know. And so that was that was my thing. It was like I wanna I wanna drink, I wanna have fun, and I wanna make money. And I don't wanna have some seventy year old lady telling me what to do, you know. So yeah, that's that's. I love. And it's so weird now because I see I see people from my church because this is a big historical church in Chicago. 
and I see people from my church and Joe, what are you up to these days? Oh, I own a vodka company. What? You know, it's like totally 180, but hey, they respect it because they drink it at, you know, when nobody's <laughs> watching. So I, I get it. Yeah. Oh that's my, my God. That's my, that's my thing. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I love that journey. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> for sharing. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, right, you got to be true to who you are. Yeah. You have to be true to who you are because your calling will call you out. I mean, it just, yeah. it will not oh, yeah. let you go. No. Um, oh, and yeah. some people, unfortunately, they suppress it and they, you know, oh, yeah. they go against it and they're never fulfilled because of right. that. So it's, it's, it's wonderful that you had the courage, both of you really, to have the courage to pursue your dream and, and also for you, Joe, to get up and continue to try again. I heard you mention that you had a few um, businesses. That oh, you I've, had a, I've had a lot of strikeouts. Yeah. Um, and you're going to strike out. Yeah. That happens. It's yeah. you, you go to the plate the next time and you swing again. Yeah. And you just need one to hit, yep. just one, and you'll be all right. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and I know Ted told me about, um, you know, his career. And then during the pandemic, there were a few pivots made. And I mean, life was, was changing. You know, you're so mm-hmm. used to one thing and then suddenly life changes and now you have to do something different. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, you guys are just, you have some amazing stories. Let's, hi, hi. For, so listen, Dr. Blessman, look at here. Hi, She's Dr. the one that connected me to you guys. She hi, is. <laughs> How's it going? Hi, Dr. Blessman. <laughs> she is the best. Oh my goodness, she is the best. We, I get a chance best. to um, engage with Dr. Blessing once a month um, on bad. another show that we do, and she is awesome. She's oh, she's mm-hmm. so supportive. Thank I, you so I, much. I, I agree. Uh, she has been an advocate and supporter, and I appreciate her. She yeah. really has been. Uh, she really has shared what we're doing and what our vision is, and. Uh, I, I appreciate Dr. Blessman. And she yeah. knows this because I've told her this. And uh, yeah. Look, I, she was bro. late. She was out buying a new car. Congratulations, oh, oh, girl. There we go. There we there go. go. There we go. Yeah. She's right. awesome. I know. She really is. So we have another question or two before we get ready to wrap up. Sure. Um, someone asked if you guys have ever thought about taking your brand to Shark Tank. <sighs> No, 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 no. I think we have the capital. We have, I mean, to go to Shark Tank and lose a percentage mm. will be devastating. Yeah. Compared to just making it work and, yeah. you know, getting out there, touching people, enjoying and drinking, you know? I mean, if we didn't have capital, sure, Shark Tank could be, uh, yeah, but no, I don't think we'd do that. No, I, 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 I agree with Joseph 100% is yeah. that the objective for us is that, you know, not only do we want to build a business, we want to leave a legacy. Mm-hmm. And part of that is in ownership, right? Mm-hmm. And so if we have people that are asking for what we offer, we don't have to compromise that. Yeah. Um, it's important for us to own our brand. We don't want right. people coming in. We don't want to go asking people for money so they can tell us what to do. There's right. no purpose in it then. Yeah. And so that's why. So no, no. I love it. That's like when, when musicians, they copyright. come back and they want their masters. Copyright. So hey, we're trying to be, I'm trying to be like Master P. 
We gonna oh. sell it. We we trying to sell it independently, baby. And let's let's see what what because you know what. In the early days, especially, is that that's where the money came in. Is that yeah. he was able to push his product the way that he wanted to. Yeah. That's what we want to do. Absolutely. Because we don't want to be, we don't want to be beholden to anyone. We want to do what we do. Absolutely. And right, right now is that, and the reality of it is that for us to continue that, all it takes is for everyone that's watching to say, hey, we want what you guys offer and, mm -hmm. we're, and we'll be good. So again, all of you that are not in Chicago, please let's go to our local stores and let's tell them, hey, there's this wonderful brand of liquor called Playpen. Just check them out. Let's get them into the stores. Let's, you know, I mean, you know, we have clout, we have pool, we have mm -hmm. influence in our community. So, and trust me, we all know somebody that knows somebody knows somebody. And again, I'm here in the DMV. There's so many amazing power pushers here in the DMV. So any of you that are, that are watching, share this because I know somebody in your network has the power to get Playpen Vodka into our local stores here. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, hi, Maddie. How are you? Uh, we have one other question from Dora. She said, what were your biggest challenges in taking Playpen from inception to where it is today? Biggest challenges? Um, My patience. Yeah, I would say, <laughs> I would say we have, um, we have a supplier that we don't like. I won't say their name, okay. uh, but we have, we have a supplier um, that we don't understand how they're in business. And so one of the biggest challenges was, you know, moving stuff from California, moving stuff from Washington State and putting it all here. It was just a challenge. And so, yeah, it's just one of our suppliers we weren't too happy with. Um, and they kind of, you know, put us back a week or two, but one, you know, but we got it done in October, so that's great. But yeah, I would say the biggest challenge is have to be this supplier that we won't name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What would you say, Ted? I what agree. about you, Ted? Is there anything else you would add? No, I, I agree. Besides, beside, beside the fact that, you know, honestly, I struggle with my patience, but that, um, and, and, you know, the reason why is that, you know, I just, when I get fixated on something, it's, I just feel like, let's find a way to make it happen. I don't like excuses. I don't like barriers. It, it is that, you know, we're in a space that traditionally we don't exist in. And I don't care. We have to find a way to create a space for ourselves. And so for me, that was, that was kind of like, it was challenging, but I, I just felt like, let's do it anyway. And so for me, it's all always about moving things along. But mm -hmm. to Joseph's point, Joseph's point to, to be to be perfectly honest, it's about the supplier and my disappointment in that whole process. But it's all good because you live and you learn and you figure out another way to get things done. Yeah. Okay, I love that. All right, so I want to make sure that I put the website at the bottom of our page. Awesome. Okay. So that those of you that are watching and are listening and going to watch a little later on, you know where to find this vodka. Go yes. out and check out the website. You got to be over 21. Well, at least that's what it asks you when you click on the website. Yeah. There you go. 
<laughs> so, so make sure you do that. Okay, so Dr. Blessman said we spend billions of dollars in liquor. We definitely do. Uh, we yeah. are definitely taste masters in the market. That is so true. Or taste makers. That makers is in the market. So true. Yeah, we we. The, it's, a, it's a sixty. It's a sixty billion dollar industry, mm. wow. and we don't have any ownership there. You know. Unfortunately, we believe that the people that own the tastemakers in this space are celebrities. You got to be a Puffy or a Jay-Z. But that's not true. Yeah. We should be able to create industry within our own local markets and expanded regions. We should be able to do that like everyone else. And we should be able to do that outside because we have a quality product and not just because there's celebrity behind it. Right. I love it. I love it. Listen, guys, all of those of you that are watching this, take this YouTube link, share it, share it, share it. Use social media for um, this brand. Share it out on Facebook. Anywhere that you, you mean rooms that you're in, any groups you're in, share it, share it, share it. Because although we're going to end our live, the video will still be up on YouTube. So share it. Get this video out. Let's get some traffic to the webpage. Let's get the demand up so we can bring this liquor close to you, to every state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. To every, I know, I know each person that's watching and each person will watch, you have someone in the state over, share it, yeah, yeah. share it to anyone that's in any type of leadership or power position, any type of any, any, any type of influence, share it, share it out to any influencers, share it. This is the way we're going to get this information mm -hmm. out, this brand out, and we're going to be able to build these brothers up. So let's get it out there. We appreciate um, that. Absolutely. Can I can I see the how much vodka you guys left got left in that you, bottle? No, no, <laughs> no. Wait, I do so want to do that. To the side. Oh, that was like four when we started. Where are you guys at, Brian? Where are you guys at? They're they're in Virginia as well. Oh, dope, dope. dope. What do you okay. what are you guys drinking with it? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so listen, because I really don't know what to mix, and because I didn't know anything about this whole lemon situation until Tay got one. Um, all I have is kind of a sunrise, is some cranberry and some orange juice. Okay. So, um, but I will tell you, I think it was a lot of liquor in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Vodka is super adaptable. You can mix it with whatever you want. <laughs> but listen, you can mix but look, whatever. But I, I think I did all right, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I did okay hosting. Yeah, you, you did. Amazing, I didn't just fall over, right? You did phenomenal. Okay. Amazing, yeah. Now listen. Now I don't know what it's going to be like when I actually stand up. <laughs> but for right now, I'm okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so listen um before we get ready to wrap up guys first of all i wanted to say thank you so much thank you for joining me thank you for agreeing thank you dr blessman for connecting me with these brothers i want to watch you watch your story continue to evolve and to just blow up all around the globe um but before we go i want to know your advice that you have for anyone that wants to get into not just this industry, but anyone of color that really wants to pursue a dream of making something out of this pandemic time, right? Out of nothing, right? Yeah. This is a time mm -hmm. that, I mean, this really is a time that, you know, we can truly create anything, even in the midst of it, right? In the midst mm -hmm. of the craziness, 
opportunities are still there. So if you could just just leave a message or a nugget of information or encouragement to someone that's watching. I mean, yeah, I'm just going to say what I said earlier. Just, you know, keep trying. If if it doesn't work out, you know, you strike out, get back up to bed again and keep trying. Um, I just think that, you know, million dollar ideas die on the couch every day. And our job is not to let those die. It's to write them down. It's to try them. And if you fail, hey, you tried. And then, you know, you just pick up and keep doing it again. And I think that's the process. And that's what I'm going to always do. Uh, so I wouldn't tell anybody any different. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Joseph. Is that just do it. Yeah. Um, so there often people will say, well, you know, how, how do you get there? It's like I'm blessed and highly favored and all of these things that, you know, that they kind of sugarcoat how you got there. But a lot of it is just about hard working and the commitment to just doing it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to move forward yeah. and you will figure it out throughout the, through, through, you know, figure it out through the, through the process. So, um, yeah, just, just, just do it. Stay committed and just do it no matter what happens. Just do it. All right. So mm -hmm. before we get to the question at the bottom, I have a personal question. How did you handle and how do you handle the naysayers? Uh, you don't listen to them. Um, yeah, they don't, they don't count. Right. I've got, um, you know, if you have a naysayer, you smile and you keep it moving. Um, and I mean, that's the only thing you can do. You can't, I'm not here to... I'm not here to help facilitate somebody about how they feel about me or my company. Um, I'm here to say I have a brand. I want you to try it as a friend. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, hey, tough, you know, tough shit. But I'm not going to I'm not going to not be who I am or not enjoy what I am because of somebody say you can't do something, you know. So, I mean, if somebody show you who they are, believe them and just keep going. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and, as soon as you said that, I just, I just, hold on, hold on, Ted. As soon as he said tough shit, I just giggled because I was like, and here's the guy that was going to be a preacher. Right. You know, <laughs> you, I mean, you went after what you're calling. I don't blame you. Go for what you knew was yours. I don't blame yeah. you. I love yeah. it, Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ted. The only thing I would say to that is that, especially since we're doing liquor, how many of them, the naysayers, are, are, are launching liquor companies, are launching uh, businesses? The fact of the matter is, is that for me, you can't counsel me on shit that you've never done before. So I don't care what anybody thinks. Seriously. If you haven't done it, I'm not really interested in your perspective on it. And that's just the bottom line. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, that's real talk. I'm loving that. Yeah, I mean, you 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 can't tell me about some. I appreciate people that have put the effort in, but if you are what I call one of life's spectators, I'm not really interested in what you're talking about. Yes, we'll figure yes. it out. Yes. Uh, yeah. 
That 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 is a that's look look that's a word right there. That's a, that's a Sunday morning word. <laughs> that's a word. All right. So tell us before you guys go. Um, how can we follow your journey and support the brand? I put the um, website up, but if you could just like tell people where they can find you on social media, and also if you could share anything new that's going that's coming up in Chicago. I know the world is still kind of on lockdown, but do you have anything coming up that you want to share for Chicago? I think that, uh, so for social media, you could do Playpen Vodka on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or so. Um, but like a lot of good photos and stuff, just go to our Facebook or Instagram. Um, as far as me, uh, for follow my journey, social, my name is Joseph, but my last name is Moten. You, I think you guys have it as Robinson, but my last yeah. name is Moten, M-O-T-O-N. So Joseph Moten, uh, you could just, that's on Instagram, Facebook, or Google. Um, and then uh, with Ted, uh, his Ted Robinson, I think it's going to be his, like, um, Instagram handle as well. Oh, right. yeah, you can follow all that stuff. And then as far as stuff we got coming up, like I said, um, I think this coming week we should be, we will be in Benny's. And that's, like, big for us because they're the biggest buyer of alcohol in the entire Midwest. Um, and they do have like the 42 stores here in Illinois. Uh, so wow. we got that coming up. Um, and then we got some other stuff that we're going to do uh, as stuff begins to open up. But just getting into Benny's is kind of like a great thing for us coming up because it's like the big liquor store to get into in Illinois. So we're excited about that. Okay, wait, Joseph, Joseph can you spell your last name for me one more time? It's uh, M-O-T-O-N. Okay, and this is on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find me there, Joseph Moton. So just uh, Joseph then M O T O N. Got it. So I am so sorry if I haven't spelled. No, no, it's it's fine. You see, I waited to the end to say something. Uh-huh. I wasn't really. Yeah. That's the product of divorce of divorced parents. I understand, but but Joseph. Let me tell you, Ted didn't correct me. He has my email. What? He has my cell phone. He has my ID. You told her, Teddy. <laughs> I would have never done that to you. And I put a flyer out. And so I look now. I'm, now I'm throwing him under the bus. I sent, I sent the flyer to Ted for approval. Yeah. What? Look, you know, 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 Knock it off. But I will say this. I will say this. So what Joseph was saying is that. So we're looking at that. We also are in uh, the Dearborn restaurant in downtown Chicago. We have a drink on. The, we have a, a, spe- uh, a specialty drink called Hot Girl Summer, uh, in, which uses playpen vodka. We are also in the Sophie Hotel in Hyde Park and a few other places. So golf courses. We're yeah, we've got a few places. Courses, we're, in, yeah. we're in Gold Grocer. We're yeah. in um where else are we at? Yeah. So we are starting to branch out in a few other places. So we, we're out here in the market and we're really trying. But go to the Dearborn if you're in Chicago, try that hot girl summer. Um have a driver mm-hmm. because it will get you drunk. But um, enjoy it. 
Yeah. All right. I am loving it. So listen, I now now listen, Joseph, if you don't mind, I gotta go track you down on IG. Okay. Um, because I was looking for you under Robinson. Uh, Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. It's just it's it's Joseph Mode. You did if that's the you just type that in the IG on there. I, I got you now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or oh, it's just something. Oh, you can go on the play here, market, right? Uh well we don't we don't have like our I mean we don't have our personal stuff under there. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I got uh, you now. I got you now. Guys, right. listen. It has been great having you here. I have been Thank so you. looking forward to hearing Thank more you. about your journey, to putting you out here on my platform, to sharing the information. I've been talking about it for like a couple of weeks. And I waited until tonight to taste this liquor and Joseph, this is some good stuff. At, at, look, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a page out of both of your books. This is some good shit right here. So there we go. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. So thank, thank you, Brian. Thank you guys. Oh. oh, they said thank you, Brian and V. No, thank you guys. So good. I hope you feel good <laughs> later on too. Okay. Oh, they feel good right now. Fingers okay. crossed. So for all of you that are listening, make sure you drink responsibly. Uh-huh. Please drink responsibly. Do not go out there getting too happy hour drunk because you've been watching a Bar Talks edition of the Relationship Zone here on YouTube <laughs> or anywhere else. Please drink responsibly. And please, yeah. yes, go ahead and share this information. Let's get Playpen Vodka in our stores. We have the power to do that. So thank you. Uh, you want to show that thank bottle you. again? Thank you. There you go, Ted. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Um, Ted, anytime you need me, Joseph, anytime you need me, anytime you need anything, do not hesitate. Shoot me an email. Hit me up on IG. You know how to reach me. Let's stay in touch. Thank you so much. And when we make our trip to Chicago, Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to look y'all up. Yeah. VIP all the way. VIP all the way. We got you. We got you. We got you. Let us know. Yeah, definitely. I gotta let you know when I'm coming in town. Um, definitely. I would love to come to Chicago and check it out. I would love that. So let's let's keep in touch. Thank you again for making such an amazing brand. We wish you guys all the luck. Um and all the success. We know that you're gonna gonna continue to grow and just be amazing. I love it. I love your story and I love what you stand for. And I love the fact that young black entrepreneurs can look at young brothers like yourself and say, we can do it too. So thank you so much for being a beacon of light for those of us that are wanting to get into entrepreneurship that look like us. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Absolutely guys. Have Y'all have a wonderful have Friday and yeah. um, we'll have talk soon, okay? To all the viewers, to all the viewers, thank you for joining us tonight. Y'all go have fun. Be safe. Be careful. And um, yeah, drink responsibly. Make sure you keep yourself covered up and safe out there. Girl Queenie, I'm gone. Bye, guys. Thank you.